last verse of the week is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 5. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Focus of this verse for the week, grasping the word 2024, is the aspect of one Lord under the heading of one gospel. Now, I appreciate the inclusiveness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When thinking of the great salvation through the death, burial, and resurrection, the word whosoever stands out to me, such as in John chapter 3, verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Or John 7, 37, reflects the inclusiveness of the gospel when Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And as the Apostle Paul stated in Romans 1.16, the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. This whosoever principle is reflected in the commission of Jesus Christ in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, when he told his apostles, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Yet, if you would follow the word whosoever through the pages of the New Testament, you would find many obligations to those who would be the disciple of Jesus. Those that believe Jesus Christ for their salvation must eventually come to the point where they are not only concerned about what Jesus will do for them, but more so, they become concerned about what they can do for Jesus. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 50, Jesus attached whosoever to doing the will of my Father, which is in heaven. All four gospel books quote the words of Jesus, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. These words are the final of a discourse in which Jesus has told his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So what does this have to do with Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 5? And particularly that to the church, there is one Lord. The Greek word from which Lord is derived from in this verse is kurios, K-U-R-I-O-S. Commentator William Barclay describes the two shades of meaning for this single word in ordinary Greek. First, it would imply master in contradistinction to servant or slave. And secondly, it was also the regular designation for the Roman emperor. 
He adds this insight. Christians are joined together because they are all in the possession and in the service of the one master and king. When one surrenders to Jesus Christ, repents and is baptized in his great name and receives his spirit, they become his possession. Paul reminded the Corinthians, ye are not your own, for you are bought with a price. In 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, it speaks of false prophets and false teachers that deny the Lord that bought them. Do you know how you can deny that he bought you? By living the way you want to live your life rather than the way the Lord wants you to live it. Jesus told about this mindset actually in the concluding parable of his wonderful Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7. He said two men build houses. One built their house on the rock while the other built on the sand. Storms came. Flood waters moved in. The house on the rock endured the storm and stood fast. But the house on the sand had a great fall. The lesson Jesus wanted to make clear was, whosoever, whosoever, there's that word, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them is compared to the wise man who built his house on the rock. But everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, he compared to the foolish man that built his house upon the sand. One song I heard many years ago had a stanza I shall never forget. If you're not Lord of everything, then you're not Lord at all. To be a whosoever will, you must surrender your will to Jesus Christ and you give him your life also. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 instructs you and I to present our bodies a living sacrifice unto God, which is your reasonable service. When you are born again, you become his possession. His blood has redeemed you. You must love and serve him with all your heart. And if you do, you will obey him and serve him faithfully all your days. Your purpose in life will not to be to satisfy your own dreams, but to please your Lord and Master who bought you and redeemed you with his blood. The second dimension of the word Lord is to recognize him as your ruler or king. Therefore, you must walk humbly before him, seeking to bring honor to his name in all you do, not your name, his name, to reverence him, regard his law, and bring glory to him in all your ways. This is one of the fundamentals of Christian living and is monumental to the unity of the church, that we all have one Lord. Christ is the head of the body, and he is to be its one and only Lord. 
Someday in the future, every knee will bow and every tongue confess. But until then, Jesus Christ is the one Lord to those whosoevers will bow their knees to and confess with their tongues right now. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, Jesus said in that Sermon on the Mount, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. 